0: Welcome to Call Me Whenever. My name's Shinaza. and I'm Shivani, and that's our duo. So today we're talking about boys, <laughs> and not really boys, more like relationships, but and like preference and the conversation boys. of
1: preference,
0: right? Bo- but boys, like I boys. just, I just like the word boys, and like we just spent, <laughs> like this is kind of embarrassing, but we just spent the past like five to ten minutes just like talking about like songs that begin with the word boy. Cause I was like, bro, I'm definitely gonna, you know, do my singing segment that I do every episode. And Shivani, I would like I to point out that Shivani didn't stop me. Like, no, I was, I was like, about, encouraging I know you've been it. Fighting. I was encouraging. I, I know it. you're encouraging <laughs> it. Like, I know you've been fighting this segment a little bit, trying to like rally a small like a group of listeners to, to be like, like nah. Be like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, to like people, write
0: in the reviews or something like, oh yeah, Chalazza, I actually don't enjoy the like the singing segment, but I think most people do. Sh- Shavani, it's, so grown really it's grown on me. It's grown
1: on me. It's grown on me. So like today, like, cause cause the word boy, like she was like, oh like, mm, what should I do for boy, and then I was I immediately was like, oh my god, do boys like by Charlie XCX. and it's I don't like the song. It's just so ridiculously like she repeats that word and then that like music. It's, it's, like, one of those songs where, like, they just keep repeating the same word, and that's why it becomes addicting, and that's why people remember that song. And this homegirl did not even know what I
0: was talking about. Bro, I, I don't... I didn't know any of the songs she pulled up. I played she Boys up by Lizzo. She did not know. Sorry. I thought it was annoying. I love Lizzo, <laughs> but that song... And also, I only listened to the five like first, like, five or ten seconds. So, hey, it might be a bomb song, but I just don't know.
1: And then I played, like it's a tiktok song like i discovered it on tiktok but like it's on my playlist but this song called boys ain't s and like she didn't even know that one either and like that song like the lyrics are so relatable for like like women and girls like you know it's all about the how horrible you guys are i mean i don't think males are really listening to this but like yeah, it was just so relatable, and she didn't know that yeah. one either, so I was kind of offended, to be honest with
0: you. I'm sorry, I do know Chris Brown's song, these, actually, I actually don't know if that's a bad word or not, but these ain't loyal. But um, anyway, I decided to choose my personal favorite, which is obviously Big Time Vash. And I would like to also say that I'm not only interested in white boy bands. I also have a lot of depth in terms of my musical interests. And I like R&B. Actually, 90s R&B is my favorite genre. Like, I love soul music. Like, deep R&B that, like, really just gets me. Ugh. Escape, SWV, like, Tatiana Ali. Like, that is where I thrive. But I also like white boy bands, Sumi, but anyway, <laughs> it's called Big Boyfriend by Big Time Rush. I'm sure all of you guys could sing along. But it goes, Bubba Boyfriend, Boyfriend. And then it goes, You're looking for a boyfriend. I see that. Give me time. I know I'm gonna be that. Don't be scared to call. put your trust in me. I know the see? I really wanna be your boyfriend can't fight that and i'm, go- I'm gonna stop it there because like that's kind of a longer segment than i normally do but like the course is such a bob that you just kind of have to keep going you know so yeah sorry. she's
1: definitely a big fan of of big time rush and the jonas brothers and those are like the two bands that like i think i i personally think i have like the least amount of knowledge okay. about
0: <laughs> no I which is a good thing lyrics... which is a good thing yeah no yeah. i just think that the lyrics are just so sh- like Usually I don't. Me and Shivani, I think I can speak for both of us when I say like we bond over the beat. Yeah. Like, we love the beat. Like the lyrics are of, of lesser importance. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, the lyrics of these songs. This song just hits so much. Cause like Does you it. listen to it and it's like that's how I want someone to approach me. Like, cause a lot of these guys and honestly girls too, but, um, I'm, I'm attracted to guys. So like. So we'll be talking say, about guys. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm talking about guys, and I'm saying that like a lot of these guys ain't serious like some of these guys are not serious at all sorry i had to just go nigerian auntie real quick (laughs) because these guys just aren't serious at all sometimes so like just hearing those lyrics he said you're looking for a boyfriend i see that give me time you know i'm gonna be that don't be scared to call put your trust in me can't you see i really want to be is your boyfriend like he's so dumb. oh so
1: now we're like breaking now we're gonna break down the songs
0: too. Well, I don't <laughs> want to analyze like, it because he puts it all out there. The I'm thing so about guys, some guys today is like they give you so much content and they want you to analyze it. They want you to stay up at night thinking, oh, like what is she gonna think about like my this move? Like I'm baiting her a little bit, but I'm not actually serious. I'm gonna cut it off soon. Like playing girls essentially. Also, what, not just that. Like something that I've noticed, and I mean,
1: there's a lot to break down about this this topic of just boys but something as like an Indian I've noticed like uh my type is like pretty broad so like I can't really like just say it in a sentence to be honest with you that's my type that's <laughs> not my type okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, but, like, I don't really have, like, a single, like, this is what I like in a guy. You know that question, like, people, your, your girlfriends ask or, like, someone asks, like, it's pretty tough because, honestly, like, it changes a lot as well, but something that I've noticed, like, as an Indian American, like, obviously, like, your eyes are going to get drawn to someone that's also Indian or, like, South Asian, and so, like, something that I've just noticed is that, like, a lot of the guys that, like, I would find attractive have, have... Immediate, they have different interests, which is fine. But their interests don't like their interests kind of don't make sense. If that makes sense to Naza, like I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but like in the sense that like they'll. I need you to be as direct as Big Tongue Rush was in that <laughs> song. What I what I what I've noticed at at least for like South Asian boys and a lot of them in the United States is that they they think that getting someone out of outside of that, of their own ethnicity or nationality. Ethnicity, not nationality. Ethnicity um, is an achievement and and should be celebrated. It's like a thing. And then they do that, like, it, while they're young adults. But then, of course, mama, <laughs> mama's going to be like, no, you're going to get married. Like, you're going to think about the future and think about, like, you know, if you want to keep your culture, like, in your potentially future family and then they come back mm. and they're like no like i want I, I want you know this thisy girl which is like mm. to me i think like that's just like something that i've like kind of noticed which is crazy because i'm just like bro like go like
0: that annoys me you know yeah no if you're gonna go straight into it like i'll go into it like and also <laughs> yeah, i don't want to sound into it <laughs> i don't want to sound like i think i'm not sure if this is a form of gaslighting But, like, I've had guy friends in the past who, like, I'll share my qualms. Fully good intention, but this is just my experience. Like, I can't lie. If anybody knows me, they know I'm I'm honest. I'm not going to lie to you. I might give you a little slight, like, slighter version of the truth. Like, I might kind of dumb, like, not dumb it down. Sugarcoat it. Kind of sugarcoat it yeah i might sugarcoat it a little bit but it's always gonna be the truth i'm not gonna lie to you so i tell like some of my guy friends how i'm feeling and some of them honestly will be like like first of all it'll be defense mode which like is really annoying and i I get it but it's annoying to go on defense mode immediately or secondly um they'll like kind of gaslight me i didn't know it was gaslighting until i kind of figured out what gaslighting yeah. means. but they'll be like chinasa is just bitter <laughs> end of conversation and i'm just like bro like bitter about like what being? though like come on no bitter like bitter in the sense that like oh i'm you guys are i'm caught like i'm calling you out on colorism Chinoza, you're just mad because you're not getting any guys right or, or like something like or you're that, just yeah. being bitter or like every single time you can't just be happy for me and i'm like hey i just need to call things out as i seize it you don't have to completely see eye to eye on me but if you're bothered by what I'm saying, maybe there's a Then there's, there's truth a truth it. to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come
1: on exactly. now. Exactly. Cuz like I don't
0: know about anybody else, but if somebody tells me something about myself that I know is not true at all, I would never be bothered bothered by it. Like yeah. I'm not that type. If someone tells me something that I know isn't true, I'm like, "Hey, I know it's not true." I'm sitting I'm sitting easy. But if someone ever told me something that's kind of true, like, "Chinaza, you don't really text back that well." I get a little antsy cuz I'm like, "Hey, you're right. I'm that's a terrible true. yeah. No, absolutely. If I'm calling you out on something like colorism or fetishization, like, or the fact that you may, might have been fetishized or you have been the object of fetishization to somebody else, like one of your girlfriends or something. I know it's hard, dude. Well, like, okay, well, I'll say,
1: like, just, just for me, like, the word fetishizing, like, I think at least like my friends and i like we're growing more comfortable with saying using that word because that is exactly what it is. It. Yeah. yeah because that's exactly what it is and it is problematic like i want to put that out there that it is problematic and it's offensive no matter how you spin it and i think that's where like to not like cuz i i know i know a, a minute minute things you know i don't know too much but i know a little bit of what like she's saying and like you know a lot of the times when not to say that she accuses people but like a lot of the times when you just you know put a li- you know say a little bit of the truth of how what you are seeing as an outsider and then the react and then the reaction is um
0: you don't even know like that's not it like yada yada, yada. and then they sometimes turn it around you're spinning it talk about you and they're like oh right you're just salty because x y and z but at which the, is also a problem right but at the end of the day you're still fetishizing
1: it and then it is still offensive no matter how you like spin it you know what i'm saying it's like you can not like what chanaza is saying or what i'm saying but at the end of the day you're still it's still offensive <laughs> like that's not yeah, changing yeah and
0: like honestly like with this conversation it's hard for me to be direct i'm gonna be fully transparent because like a, I don't want anybody to th- anybody listening to this to think it's about them, because this is very general. It's about, like, just all the observations. Observations, um, yeah. That I've seen. And also, it's just hard for me to be transparent because I don't want anybody to get offended because, like, I also believe, like... Like, I believe that love, theoretically, should see no color. Like, that's how it should be, theoretically. Like, I... First of all, I believe that race is a social contract. I believe that we're all human race, right? Like, skin color is just a superficial thing that we have chosen to make meaning therefore it has meaning because society yeah. is everything in our life we're social creatures so race is important but it's only because it was man-made and man has made it to be important therefore it is important right and if it That's wasn't my... if it wasn't race it would be something else exactly as if like we may have talked before may not have talked about being within a certain like borders like if a country and then also there being division it's always going to be something y'all like we're human and we always try to find ways to stratify each other to get power to lose power or to get money to get resources or whatever it may be but the point of this is relationships so (laughs) i'll tie this back to relationships for today and talk about the fact like it's just really i'm gonna preface it by saying that but i i still believe like theoretically love should see no color you know like love should be something that is about what's on the inside and obviously like you're initially attracted but the problem is you're initially attracted by physical like let's not lie to ourselves yeah, 100%. in that sense like sometimes there's like a few lucky people who are like it wasn't physical for one one party or the other it was like something that grew on them and that's usually like with the friendship first kind of relationships which honestly are the those are like, the best in my opinion the best like very most like in my opinion most sustainable relationships yeah but oftentimes it's like physical attraction is like low-key the first thing and then you start to see what's inside somebody 100% but the pro- what's the problem with that if a, s- a certain type of person only sees certain type of pe- types of people as physically attractive then that cuts off everybody else to be able to see the inside of them. You know, like not yeah. the, I mean like what's on the inside. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's what I think is problematic. Yeah. I also think that like to
1: say like this is how I feel, of course, and maybe Chanaza disagrees, but for me it's it's not oh, you can't like this race or you can't do this for me it's it's okay to be attracted to someone's skin color it's okay to be attracted to a body type hair type whatever indians right like even in that way like someone can turn that spin it and be like oh well someone just liking indians or someone just liking nigerians is also a problem my thing is that it's okay to be attracted to that but where it becomes a problem is when when a person becomes hyper focused on that like superficial like you said the physical the superficial um thing like piece of that person because that's that becomes sexual gratification you know what i'm saying like when you become super like hyper focused on like this is what i want and then like all the people that you date are like a specific, you know. It's it's very like they look like the same person. Basically, that's where I'm like, okay, this is definitely like you're you definitely have like you're fetishizing this t- thing. Like you're you have a fetish, and like that's where I see the problem. Because I mean, like I'll be real. Like I have a type. Like I'm not going to just sit here and be yeah, like, that's we wrong. All have types. Right. I mean, that's like human behavior. Like your your brain like certain things and it depends on experiences where you grew up family right like with all of those factors kind of determines like what you like to see so so like me having a type is okay but then if I if I say like if I have a conversation with someone and I say I only, like my type is literally only someone of one race that has blonde hair and blue eyes and is a soccer
0: player. <laughs> like do you see the problem like do you see yeah. the problem
1: there then? No, like
0: I think that what Shivani's pretty much saying is like in our life experiences and I agree with this, like we're all socialized to kind of like we're socialized into like being attracted to a certain thing. Yeah. Like I feel like growing like we're all socialized that way and like to put an example out there, like, because, like, I think that, like, I think this is, like, I've thought about this a lot because I was having a conversation with one of, like, my black guy friends about this, and, like, he was just very candidly asking me what I think about, like, stuff like, he was, like, what do you think about, like, interracial relationships and, like, that kind of stuff, and I was really honest with him, and I was, like, as a black woman, like, um, this conversation, this question is kind of hard to answer because, like, my whole life, being a black woman, like, I'm gonna be very honest and vulnerable with you guys, like, black women are at the bottom of the overall, like, what like what is seen as attractive. Like, there is an unspoken, and probably quite, like, loudly spoken in private group chats with guys and girls. Black women and Asian guys are at the bottom of the attraction pole. Like, that is very well-known. Like, and I'm sure everybody who's in college already knows that. And any high school girls, especially high school black girls listening to this, like, are probably going through that, too. Like, and growing up, like, in in an area that was predominantly white, it's very tough to, like, see all of your friends kind of have the ability and privilege to have crushes that can actually become something. Whereas me, I always knew... Like, whatever crushes I had, like, whatever feelings I was having towards somebody else, like, that would never be actualized. That would never be, like, I I knew that reality because I knew I was a black woman. Like, I was forced, society kind of forced me to realize that. Like, forced me to realize my skin color will hinder me from certain things. And, like, maybe that was a blessing in disguise, who knows, because it gave me more time to focus on myself, and I'm here, and I don't regret, like, whatever has happened. But I'm saying, like, that is a reality that makes it hard for me to, like, express my opinions on it. Because, like, when you're at the bottom of the poll, it's like, yes, love sees no color. But I'm at the... Like, there's a problem, obviously, with whatever's going on. Because there shouldn't... If love sees no color, everybody should be getting love. But why is it that some people are getting more love than others? It's because we're being so... Like, we're socialized into thinking that certain people... Like, certain races in general are more attractive than others. Which is the problem. And I was... I mean, your feelings are
1: completely yeah. valid, you know? And I think that, like, you can only reach that point when everyone feels the same way. You know what I'm saying? And so being a, having that feeling of, like, oh, like, I have a crush on someone, but I already know that, like, that's not going to happen, changing that thought process, the first thing that has to happen is for everyone to, quote-unquote, see no color, which is a, a whole other conversation that chanaz and i have already had that that kind
0: of that that's um, as much as we'd like yeah to it's impact, not theoretically right the world doesn't allow us to really yeah. behave in right. that way because we've given given meaning to race right and like another thing i wanted to say is just that um it's easier to make an argument for someone who is a part of that culture or identified with that so strongly like if for example like i'm a black woman if i said like I only I like primarily like dating black guys because like I feel like there's like a shared experience there that like will make it easier like it would for our relationship. I think that that's completely valid. Yeah, I agree. Um, to feel that way because like, I was I was thinking about this more and more, and I was like, if there's a shared culture or shared experience, I think it's easier for any race, any identity to be like I prefer dating within that because like that person will be able to relate to me in terms of shared experiences. Like I'm gonna be real, like I think that that's fine because, like, yeah, I, I agree that's well. not... At that point, you're not fetishizing because you are that. Like, it's, yeah. it almost reminds me of, like, the appreciation-appropriation conversation. Because yeah, yeah. it's, like, that is what you are. Like, for example, if I was, like, I mostly date, like, Nigerian guys or, like, prefer to talk to Nigerian guys, not saying that that's true, but... <laughs> 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 but anyway, if I was to say, like, I only dated guys within my culture um, because I'm Nigerian, um that would be valid because of the fact that like, like so much of my life is being Nigerian. And if I want someone, a life partner, that like I also identifies with that, like that makes more sense to me. But if I was to say, I only like um, Hispanic guys, just because like, you know, there's something about them. Mm-hmm. Like I was not raised um, like in latinx communities whatsoever so like everything that i have like whatever understanding i have on that community or like i don't have a connection to that lived experience so like me saying that i like want one of like like somebody of a, a certain other like identity just because is also like i'm hypothesizing on what that might be i'm relying on stereotypes i'm fetishizing that's that's like, at the, some, like that's, that's fetishizing. fetishizing yeah that because i i can't connect to that experience i wasn't like race that whatsoever so i can't say that no
1: that's like, perfect. and i think
0: that that's it. the problem you fall into cuz a lot i'm going to be candid a lot of black guys are like i only like they feel empowered to date white women like and this and also honestly, like that's a whole i i don't think like,
1: i mean like obviously that's her shared experience and like for me it's a lot of indian south asians say that they like white women and so like i mean let me just preface like there's absolutely no hate or, like, anything towards white women. Like, that's not your intention. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing you. I think the problem is is at that thought process of my type
0: is white. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I think it's, like, it's a, it's a balancing act between, like, I'm not... Like, I don't hold any resentment to, like, white women yeah. because of this, like, whole phenomenon that's happening. Like, I have a lot of, like, girlfriends that are white and everything. Like, it's it's cool. It's fine. I think that this is, like, a societal problem that everybody needs to do their little part in debunking in, in whatever way they can. Because, like, I'm always a very um, unoptimistic person in the sense that I'm like, how can one person make a difference? Like, whether one person does a small thing, like, does it really count? But, like, as a society, to make that societal change, it starts with each and every one of us. So, like, exactly. it starts with, to some extent, like, asking questions, self-reflecting, like, doing all of that work personally to your for yourself. And also, like, I think that all this stuff that is starting to come out in the media where people are questioning mass people of entertainment who control a lot of the moving parts of, like, what we're exposed to, because I said we're socialized to think this way. And we're socialized... How are little kids socialize? Like, how people socialize? By the people that they look up to. So, like, if certain people you look up to, like, if your favorite, like, artist or your favorite rapper is, like, promoting these ideas. Like, I know that there's a lot of old music that was, that talks about, like, I like my girl, like, light skin, or I like my girl, like, this. Or, like, it's very empowering. Or, like, some certain songs would say, send certain messages to young guys. Or even just the areas that you're raised in. Like, I just think that all of that contributes to how you're socialized. So if we start changing those environments for people, that will also change, like Shimani was saying, that thought process. Because, like, if you see more representation of what beauty really is out there, you're not going to have as strong of a beauty standard. Because, like, if you look back at all of the stuff, we we talked about Disney before and stuff. Like, if, if you look back on all the stuff that we were exposed to when we were younger, a lot of it didn't, for me at least, didn't project, like, that black girls were getting love. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I frankly. think that, honestly,
1: like, Yeah, I mean, 100% it reflects on black girls. But for me, my experience, right? For me, it also, like, South Asians, there is not, like, you can say, and I've seen these arguments of, like, no, there is representation for you. And I I have two examples off the top of my head right now that I can think of. One is on Disney, um, Disney Channel. He was on Shake It Up, that Indian boy, what's his name? I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, Ravi or something? First of all, Ravi- That was Jesse. Oh, that was, yeah, it was Jesse. I'm sorry. That was not Shake It Up.
0: Oh, it, like, like, Disney really messed up with that
1: character.
0: Yeah, so first of Disney all... Disney actually has done wrong to a lot of Disney has done, yeah. G from Fitness and Fur, come on, bro. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, that's what I'm Ba-Gi- saying. Baljeet. That's what I'm saying. And so, like, for...
1: I'm going to bring that one example of Jesse because he's an actor and, like, the other one is a cartoon, which is still wrong. And creators still made that decision to make that character so but this actor obviously had his dreams I don't know his names like he wants to be an actor and he's kind of he has to make the choice of do I take this role that makes me act like it Make me, makes me an archetype. Yeah, and, and and makes me act like an Indian that... I don't even know if in even in India, the, these type it's of Yeah, It's a Indian. stereotype. Yeah, it's a, yeah, ster- like it's a stereotype. Child. And so, like, he as an Indian actor is going to act like a stereotype that honestly is not true anymore. <laughs> that was, in my opinion, like, me watching that show, I was like, uh... I'm pretty sure that's not what they look like, right? Imagine what all of the other children that are not of not, that are not South Asian. That's what but you're seeing. The identity that's that what you're now. being fed, and so that's what you see. And that connects to the whole. I mean, we. I think we're moving away from like obviously like our preference in boys. Because honestly, I can take this to the whole like Seven Eleven conversation. But this connects. This is part of the conversation, right?
0: Honestly, Shivani.
1: Right, and so like that. Honestly, to me, like connects to. I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard, right, but, like, if you're in, if you have friends that are, like, South Asian, and, like, you're out at an outing, there's this, like, joke that people make, and it's, like, that Seven Eleven joke, and it's, like, all right, it. like, it's just, oh, wait, yeah, it's, like, 7 that. like, usually all, most convenience stores are owned by, like, South Asian people, Mm. which first of all, let's be real, if they're owning, for the most part, if they're owning that convenience store, they're making bank, and they're probably making more money than your parents are, so, like, all, that's all I'm saying, but, like, that joke, like, how did that joke develop, like, I didn't even know that that was a joke until, honestly, I think orientation, like, college orientation, because no one at, Mm our our high school like no one walked up to me or like I forget about walking up to me I've never heard that conversation being had in our high school but like during orientation like someone kind of like made that joke and I laughed because like I didn't know what else to do I was just like wait like why is he even talking about that I did research and I figured out like that was like a joke that people have about people that are Indian and this and then forget about yeah. Disney, but even Netflix, they they came out with a TV show and it was about uh, Mindy Kaling actually, pro- I believe, produced or directed the show. And there are mixed feelings even about that show. Um, she is, and I want to be right about this because people on TikTok really got pissed off. She is South Asian, she's Indian, and she's south indian to be very specific she when i say she is south indian um which usually are of darker complexion and that also is like that regional conversation that we were having of like even within our own countries we have the conversation
0: about um skin color you know colorism hey colorism honestly this is a hot take but colorism honestly to some extent might be stronger than racism yeah i believe i believe that because it really gets at It really highlights the fundamental root of like the absurdity of all of this. Yeah. Cause when there's color, like even within the races, now we have colorism. Like within the yeah. what, what within what, the what, what stratifications, bro. Then what are these? These are not real stratifications. Right. They're Real because we give them meaning and they're affecting all of our lives and right. affecting our children's lives and how people perceive themselves to be beautiful, to be able to be, like just like to be. I don't know. Just to be to be right exactly like, and it's just like so frustrating because when you look at colors and it really almost mocks us and me it's like and you med- stratified yourself once, right and then again and media perpetuates it because like
1: mm-hmm. the that netflix show like i to this day have not watched it because i haven't had time and i will not watch it now but like from what i've heard is like that is only encouraging people's stereotypes of what a South... Because to other people, like, right? I told Chanaza like, this actor, this character was South Indian. But if I don't tell you that this person identifies as a South Indian who is of darker complexion, A normal, I mean, let me not say normal, but like a a person that was not educated about that would just assume that this is a South Asian person, not even Indian, South Asian. Just we all get grouped together. You already know. We already know that conversation. And so that whole TV show is literally full of all Indian stereotypes of like how Indians act, how Indians are X, Y, Z. And it's like, wait, no, hold up. We're in 2020. We're supposed to be pulling away from these type of stereotypes. In my opinion, but I feel people like people
0: love a show that is like relying on it,
1: right? And also, like another angle that I've heard is like even some in like in, like um, like South Asian people have have were actually proud of like the fact that there was a TV show for indians which i understand that angle as well because like we got rep- we have representation and especially south indians have received some type of representation but at the same time it's not the right
0: representation i think this was actually a like, podcast number two was it not <laughs> i know we had a conversation about this before about misrepresentation versus representation at all like which right. one is better or whether I, this we was can definitely kind of just get right good representation you know like whether yeah. that's possible but like to kind of talk about what you are saying, like, a lot of what you are saying kind of reminded me of, like, the whole, like, they, like, it's just, I'm going to go back to black women because, honestly, like, the world, like, the world has done a lot of people wrong, but, hey, the world has done black women wrong. Absolutely. And, like, one of this, like, it, it, it's just, like, I think that in especially films and, like, like, how they portray black women, which is also bad for us. And when we actually face the real world and we have our own personal experiences because people are fueled in how they treat us by those, like, by media depictions or whatever, especially even people of our own race, like, like how they treat us in relationships are based on some of these television shows that are put out. And like, music. Um, and music. And, like, and music. Yeah. And, like, one of them is just, like, well, first of all, like, Black women, like, be always being the sidekick of somebody. Always, like... Black women not really having the ability to feel real emotions. Like that's something that I've always like that that thing, like, oh, you're a strong black woman. Like people have told me a lot, like Chinazo, you're a strong black woman, like you can do this. And like it sounds motivating, but it really is dehumanizing, to be honest. And I always kind of struggled with that. And it's very weird now to see like all of this social justice stuff to come to the forefront. Cause a lot of it, I feel like I can speak for a lot of black girls where I when I can when I say this, that like a lot of the stuff that has been coming to the forefront. Like, for a lot of people, this is brand new. But for me, I'm just like, wow, people actually noticed? Like, it just almost feels like right. just being seen. Because, like, I never really thought, like, a lot of my experience has just been kind of pushing down things that, like, I feel like no one else can re- really relate to. Or, like, no one el- at least no one talks about. So it's like, oh, this is life. I'm supposed to just bear this. Like, I never knew this was something that I had the right to complain about, almost. Yeah. But, like, the right to say was is wrong. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, I have to walk around the world and, like, feel, like honestly like physically unattractive or like that there's another aspect of me that has to compensate for me being me like I'm a black girl but like that kind of stuff I just thought that that was something that like I never thought about it as something unnatural or something that needed to be fixed when it clearly it did because it caused a lot of insecurity for a lot of people but like just like that that trope being used and also like like black women not really having feelings or like can be kind of treated anyhow or should just be grateful to be in the room or just be grateful to be recognized by a man or like so that like when they're in the relationship they can be treated anyhow like a lot of these ideas like I don't know like it's just very it's very problematic and like I'm gonna say again I don't I completely and utterly and this is after a lot of self reflection I completely utterly like support interracial relationships 100% like I think that Truly, like, I think that the right steps are being made when we realize that, like, our relationships should be based on exposure. And we shouldn't limit ourselves based on someone else's identity to what kind of relationships we can form. I guess especially, like, their racial identity. Um, Like, I was thinking about this a lot because I was actually questioning myself because I was like, um, I'm in the United States, you know, like, the United States... Is full of people from every single background. Like I should be open-minded to people of every single background because I'm exposed to this many people in the United States. In Nigeria, most people are gonna marry Nigerians because they're in Nigeria. You yeah, know? it's different. Like,
1: it's different. It's
0: different, and it's still okay for me in the United States to be like I would like to primarily like, um, be interested in like black men or Nigerian men. Like that's okay. Right, because, because that's your ethnicity. Experience. That's your culture yeah that's my culture and like it's valid to want that but also I can also be a little bit more open-minded sometimes because I live in the United States and I should like it's okay not to like completely feel married to um being Nigerian in the sense that like um I'm in the United States and there's so many people around me like so I can do that for myself but also like um, if I was in Nigeria, it would be a different story because I'm, I'm Nigerian. And in fact, if I'm in Nigeria, I'm Igbo. So I'm married Igbo.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, um, no, for me, like, I completely 100%, like, 100% support interracial relationships. 100%. Obviously, like, this conversation started about, like, and I, to this day, like, I will, even after this podcast, in a month, two months, like, the f- seeing males fetishize women period is an issue in itself and then on top of that when you when men that are for me for me indian american south asian mm. for them to then be so inner focused like this is what i want and 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 in my case and in, and not just one guy not just two guys not just five guys almost A lot of guys, like, a a good handful of guys, their goal, and I want to say goal, is, like, their goal is to end up or date a white woman. And so, like, that's where, for me, is where, that's where my, the problem is. And obviously, like, this all is rooted by
0: colorism it, 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 it's colorism and racism colorism it's and like racism proximity to whiteness yeah we all strive for it we all In strive all to be culture- fair yeah In all of our cultures like people strive to um aspire to be white like white is this the staple of virtue the staple of like success and achievement and the problem is that like um quite frankly and this has been proven so many times time and time again with just like history, like, movies that have been released and, like, things that have been explicitly said in his, like, history that was, like, um, more acceptable in that time that still reflect the reality of today, quite frankly, was just, just, like, the idea of, like, white women as, like, the staple of virtue. Like, there's something about to, like, just, like, to our culture and even internalized to me and everybody else, there's something about white women that's so pure and, like, feminine yeah like anything that strays away from that so if you have kinky hair if you have dark skin if you have like different features that aren't eurocentric then somehow like you're farther away from purity you're farther away that from like um i don't know like feminine like femininity and like being treated with respect like that is all more distant the farther you are away from um whiteness and like if you look at like the pole, uh, like, the, what is it called, like, the racial hierarchy of relationships and, like, attraction, it often is, like, the closer you get to the bottom, the farther away you get from Eurocentricism. Yeah. So, like, that is, and it also is very frustrating sometimes when, like, certain parts of, like, certain attributes from your own, like, identity are now co-opted into, like, oh, it's especially good if this person is, like, white, but they also have, like, black qualities, like, if they're white but they also have like big lips or like big hips or, yeah like, whatever the case may be you're like whatever for, or like, thick let's know, just like, use the like they're
1: thick like it's like you want to make a perfect like a perfect person so it's just like you composite. want right that's just unnatural yeah to me. and i mean like and having yeah. this conversation like from for um to it's not just guys and obviously like mm-hmm. i'm that's we're saying that point. like i'm yeah like I've seen this with a lot of men, but like I've also seen this with my girlfriends as well. Like I'm not outing yeah. any of them, but like, and I love them, but like, it and it like Chanaza said, it, it's an ideology, and it's, it's it yeah. sucks, but like it, it is how it is, and we are growing away from it. But at the moment, it's there, and we have gone through it. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like women, also a, a few women also have that same type of like, you know, fetish of, like, I want, like, a, a, a South Asian person will be, like, oh, I want a white man, and I've had a few, like, black girlfriends that have also, like, their type, they, and it's, I mean, actually, even they've admitted it, they're, like, yeah, like, I have, a, I have a fetish for, like, white guys, And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I've literally just, like, what do you say to that? So you're just like, oh, yeah, Yeah. cool. Like,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just, like, and I would like to say, like, that was a very important point. Like, it's, this isn't only just guys. Like, this isn't, like, a hate podcast to only guys. Like, you guys suck. Like, we all are socialized to think in certain ways. But disproportionately, it seems to be, like, women who fall the brunt of that, especially women of color. Yeah. Especially women of color who are farther away from the, like, the white standard um but i'd also like to say like just like i really just believe all like everybody is beautiful like all people are beautiful and we all like what's beautiful about attraction is like we all are attracted to like different things but like the world i believe the world come falls in a balance so in that proper balance we all be attracted and find each other i don't know like not in a like Kind of. I not sure in, like, hope way, so because
1: like, a lot of people, are, bro, a lot of people that I'd be talking to, Tanaza. I don't want to say they ghost me. I don't. I don't want to say they ghost me, but they might. They're
0: pretty bad. At responding. Yeah, I just like. <laughs> I just yeah. I know. It's just like I feel like maybe this idealistic, not in a mate kind of way, but I feel like in its proper that balance, everybody has like somebody like to love, and I think everybody is beautiful. Like I'm saying, I'm talking about all these standards, like, like. That society literally chooses, picks and chooses what's good and what's bad at a certain time. Like, I think that when things things change so often and so frequently, it's an indication that there's no meaning in it whatsoever. When societal definitions of beauty are constantly in flux, I have no choice but to say that they have no meaning whatsoever. I mean, I don't know if
1: you guys remember, but like in, two, in the 2000s, early 2000s, like when we were growing up, the biggest thing that I've always seen is like skinny girls, like Music videos like, and when I say skinny, like obviously, like I mean flat tummy, flat butt, skinny and legs. As a big girl, I
0: felt that, right? I felt that.
1: And like, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. that was like the thing I felt that. that was, and also um, flat chest, like it was completely like that was the thing. Skinny, like that is the look. Those were the models, those were the Victoria's Secret models, those were the type of girls in music videos, and then. As we like, I guess like um, became teenagers, got into high school, and then slowly into college. Like obviously, that's completely changed. It's all about thick. It's all, all about, about like, thick. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Thick.
0: Like skinny waist, huge like butt. Our, and hips. The
1: hourglass look. You know, you want the hourglass. You want to get a, the perfect hourglass, and so like exactly. L- I completely agree with what she's saying. Like, it when we're all beautiful, right? We're all beautiful in our own ways, but yeah i just yeah it's just crazy because it's like it's so interesting especially having like this type of conversation because i think it's so important to talk about when it's wrong and when it's okay and Mm -hmm. and i will like say that like you i think it's important to catch yourself and i'm not saying like i'm perfect and like maybe i have like Mm. at a point i have fetishized i have had moments where like like my back-to-back like so-called quote-unquote um crushes were of a saint like of the same you know they look the same so I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect but I'm saying that like it's important as a society as it's important as an American because every like we're a melting pot so like this this issue arises a lot more here it's important as an American to recognize when you are kind of it becomes a fetish more than just a type. A type is like a type is. I think I personally think a type is more broad and loose. You can say that you like someone that's tall, dark, and handsome, but if you meet someone, you can you still find them attractive because your mindset is still pretty like loose. Like that concept is pretty pretty loose. Fetishizing to me is. You have already decided in your mind that... And it's not even a conscious thing a lot of the times. It is subconscious sometimes. Right. that's the thing. You've, you've already decided that, like, this is what I want. And so that is the pattern I, get. I think that Chinaza especially is, like, talking about that, like... That's you wrong. have to be careful because that's how you grow. That this is how we've all been brought up. So it's just like it's it's hard yeah. to reverse those actions, but it's a hundred percent doable because a lot of the listeners and 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 the both of us we're fairly young. We're not old. Like I'm twenty. We're twenty. So uh-huh. we're young, young adults that is still learning on a day to day basis, and can it can easily be reversed and change, getting rid of this fetish fetishizing. Uh, movement, it's not a movement, but, like, this whole fetishizing... It's just, like, the way of life. Right, that way of life, if if it's possible, and it's doable, and the... being able to just love to love, and not love because...
0: Restrictions.
1: Yes. That, to me, when I see that, I think that will be very beautiful to see. You know? Because, like, definitely right now, at the moment, like,
0: it's there and it's 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 interesting it's alive and well folks (laughs) yeah i just think to hit on some of the things that shivani said like first of all um i think that she's completely right in the sense that she said like this is all reconciled like this is reconcilable and it's redeemable like these aren't like yes like 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 she said fetishization is a way of life um and we've been facing this for forever but, like, it, it's an individual battle. Yes, it starts with us. But it's also something that we can all kind of, in whatever form we're active in the world, can take different, I guess, modes of resolving it and unwinding it. Like, if you're working in the entertainment industry and you have to choose models in a dance video, like, like choose a diverse group of models that will reflect well. Like, think about your children. Think about your family. Like, for a lot of a lot of situations, like, I think it's easier for me to talk to people when i ask them to think about their own family like i'm like so you are um a black man and your mom is black and your sisters are black what are you going to tell your little sister like growing up if she's the only like if you're seeking out a specific other person and um and it's not her like what and it's like what are you going to tell her and like i think that that oftentimes does help and i just think that like it is redeemable like I think that there's space for grace always. Like, I think that every situation is redeemable. And even if you've grown up in a, and with that kind of mindset, I think it's better to come to terms with that with grace and be like, I'm going to make some steps to change it, than be defensive and be like, that's not me. Like, I think we all, to some extent, we're all socialized. Like, we're all human, and that's just what we do. So it's not something to be condemning about. It's something to be like, Hmm. Is that me, or where in my life have I bought into that kind of culture, or um allowed that to happen, or let my even my friends think that way and let it go unchecked? Um, those are all ways that we can be redeemable in that way, and right. I just don't think that this is a thing that is supposed to condemn anybody. It's really just a conversation. These ideas around it's a conversation. it's a conversation. We're voicing
1: our opinions, and like like you said, like that's a really interesting point because like I want to reach a point in my life where when my daughter walks up to me, forget about this specific topic, but I want to reach a point in my life where when my daughter walks up to me and she says whatever she has to say, I can accept that with grace. And maybe even if I do disagree, I'm going to, I have the right ideologies and opinions where I can accept what my daughter is saying. And so like, I don't want, if my daughter walks up to me and she says that I want to, I'm, I'm marrying another race. I'm just going to say another race. I'm not going to say uh, another ethnicity, but like um I'm going to be fine with it and I want to be fine with it. But in order for everyone to be able to get there, you have to work on yourself. So when that time comes, you'll be okay with
0: that, you know? Right. And honestly like like that's just that's really what it's all about and that's kind of where we're trying to head. And I think that like using our platform to talk about these things, and, like, also being vulnerable with you guys. Like, this isn't easy for me and Shivani to have these kinds of conversations. Sometimes, because sometimes it... There's like you definitely have to a untie. fear level
1: in there, because I'm just like... There's, oh. there's a
0: fear level, but also, like, for me, I guess, like, talking about these things, like, middle school Chinaza is crying right now. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's very, like... It's 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 very good that I've gone to at least a confidence and self-esteem place that, like, talking about these Ain't nothing but a, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Like this isn't hard. It's just it is tough to kind of unpack that. But like I think that no matter what anybody like, the last thing I'll leave you with to end is just like, like like we said, fetishization and colorism, racism. That's a way of life. But like, the only no one can steal your joy without your permission. No one can steal your confidence without your consent. Don't let people. Whatever people are interested in, whatever they find attractive, deter you from having confidence in yourself and knowing that you are you are you no matter you are what, you. that you are you and you're beautiful. Remain and no matter, true to even yourself. Even regardless, exactly regardless of these societal burdens, like you will still find love. Like you will still find someone who will love you for you, no matter what. You know why? Because. You're beautiful. That's why, and because you're confident and you know yourself. Yes. So girl, don't let anybody period. treat you poorly. Otherwise, uh, that's it.
1: Yeah. And that's what I'll leave you guys
0: with. Love you guys. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. That's pretty much <laughs> all I have says, to say.
1: All right. Bye now. No, but yeah, no. That's. I think you. It was perfectly well said, and definitely we'll leave you at that. Um, if you guys can, please <laughs> make sure you like. guys <laughs> like. Comment, subscribe, leave some reviews, five star review, and if you want to be critical, definitely leave it in the review. But but make sure that the five stars is, is there. Is there? <laughs> like even if you hated it, still give the five star, and then like in the review, I let us know really why. this every episode?
0: I think they got it. But honestly, this might be someone's first. Yeah, episode. they might have
1: seen this title, and they might have been like, okay, before I actually like listen to everything, let me click on this. So. You know, like, let's maintain this routine that we've got going on because... And if if you guys are listening to all these podcasts... What is this? Podcast 5? 6? Yeah. This is podcast 6, and which, like, warms my heart because, like, it's not so we've gotten so far, but also at the same yeah. time, like... That means that if you guys have been like really loyal and listening to everything, that means that this is the sixth podcast that you've listened to, which really warms my heart because that means that like you're liking what we do, and that was like honestly our goal the entire time. Just mm-hmm. that we just so that we can have our conversations and someone can listen and gain a new perspective. And right. so that's awesome. So please yes. leave a review.
0: <laughs> and always make sure to call us whenever. Bye you guys. Bye.